I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. Tonight, we look back at golf stint and the NCAA tournament. Plus, we hear how track and field is preparing for their own NCAA postseason play. But first, we start with softball. The Cajuns earned a trip to the Baton Rouge Regional. And coming into today, they needed to beat host LSU twice to advance to the Super Regionals. Game one went to the Cajuns 7-4. Jordan Campbell hit a pinch hit three-run home run to help pace Louisiana to victory. Game two, Campbell was pivotal again. She had a grand slam in the first, part of a Louisiana six-run top of the first inning. LSU would take the lead with a six-run inning of their own. The Cajuns would then tie it in the seventh. That's when Tiger pitcher Sidney Berzon throws a wild ball while intentionally trying to walk Campbell. That would let Lauren Allred score. Campbell would get her bat on the ball and deliver the game-winning run. She had eight RBI across both games. Louisiana would win game two, 9-8, capturing the regional. Here's Campbell and her coach, Jerry Glasgow. Honestly, I have nothing to compare to. It was, it was amazing. Um, I know especially for my dad, he saw me after this, this past season, I had knee surgery going through all of that and walking and then getting cleared to play, getting cleared to practice, all of that. He's seen me struggle through a lot of that. So I know we, we bonded over that and it was, it was amazing. Campbell's, she's just, she's been a warrior for our ball club. There's been nothing easy about this season for for Jordan, uh, for me, for for our team. It's a you know when you're a ball club, you're a family, and it, and it was a tough year and things that private in the in the in the team atmosphere, and Jordan's been just all the way through, worked her butt off, been a great warrior. She got mentally tougher because of where we've been. I have too. And you know, this this season taught us all, like it taught us all that we gotta use we gotta have everybody. And I think that's the biggest thing you see with this particular team. And and I, I told them about a week ago, they've taught me this I'm sixty-five years old, sixty-four years old, and they taught me how important everybody on the team is. And so Jordan, you, you can't say enough. I mean, the kid come in and she did anything we asked her to do. Uh, she's been working herself back from, from – she, she played last year, first of all, down the stretch. She played hurt and give us everything she had, delayed surgery, played in a lot of pain, hit the home run at Auburn, and people didn't realize, like, she was in great pain. And then, you know, fighting her way back through and then going through all the things you go through to be a part of a team and family. And she's just been um, – a blessing and a warrior for our program, and, and thank goodness she was there big for us this week. The Cajuns will next travel to the Pacific Northwest to face the seventh-seeded Washington Huskies in a best-of-three series. Washington went to the final game of its regional and bested the McNeese Cowgirls 7-6 to, to advance. We have more Inside Cajun Nation coming up after the break. Cajun golf took part in a regional of their own. We'll look back at their round and hear from the coach. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
Hey, welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Cajun Golf was part of a regional as well. After winning the Sunbelt Tournament title, Louisiana went to Oklahoma. They finished 13th place with a team score of one under par. Malin Poltegaier and Eli Ortego each finished five over par. That would put them in a tie for 16th place at the event. Poltegaier was one of 10 golfers in the entire field to post red numbers on all three rounds. Here he is, along with head coach Theo Sliman, discussing the end of the Cajun golf season. Very proud of them. I'm obviously, when they, when they perform poorly, I'm still, still proud of them for the young men that they are. They're a class act, full of character, uh, great young men. But, you know, to, to be able to have a, you know, conference championships don't come around all that often. And I said this, you know, at the conference championship that I've coached for 15 years and thought I might have had a couple more before. And that's the young, kind of arrogant coach. And now a little grayer and a little more humble. It's special. So uh, very proud of the season. Um, but I also, my mind works that, you know, when, when, when the day's over, the day's over. And it's time to move on. And so season's over. And it has been a great season. But certainly it's time for, time for us to move on to next season. And more importantly, for Coach Lyman to get on the road recruiting. From just before conference till to winning conference till now coming to regionals. Um, it's pretty awesome and I think it's something we're gonna strive to do again in the future. You know, and I'm very proud of them. They fought, fought, fought and there was no quit in them. Uh, as M Milan alluded to it, uh, you know, it's hard at times knowing that you might not be advancing on and, and that shows a lot of character and grit that they, uh, that they didn't give up on us. The exciting thing is uh, of, the, of the six guys here, we only had one senior, you know, so all, all the five guys that are here returning along with some other, other, other guys returning and then the, a large class of freshmen coming in. And, you know, this, this needs to kind of be the expectation. And, and hopefully, hopefully it propels them to want to work harder, uh, to want to, you know, get more disciplined and, and, and really get some more confidence as well over the summer because fall golf will be here before we know it. The national champion UL water ski team continued to mourn the loss of one of their own. 18-year-old Mickey Geller from Ontario, Canada died back on May 6th. Thursday in his hometown, family and friends paid their respects at his funeral. The freshman kinesiology major was a member of the national champion Raging Cajuns water ski team. Coming up next on Inside Cajun Nation, we head to the track and field with assistant coaches Tommy Badon and Terry Hughes as they prepare for NCAA Regionals. Well, welcome in to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for staying up on this Sunday, and we've got a special treat for you this week as uh, we, we're talking some track and field, Raging Cajun track and field. We've got Tommy Badon. He's the uh, uh, assistant track coach. One of, uh, one of a few on the, on the staff there. And then we've got Terry Hughes, who, who coaches, I'm learning as I go here, the, 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 the kids that throw, correct? correct? Uh, correct. How, how do you pronounce it? Uh, what's the lingo? The, th uh, the throws coach. The yeah. throws coach. That's what, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> so we've got the throws coach and Coach Battle. Uh, what do you coach the sprinters, the hurdlers, the relays. There you go. So we, we've, got a, we've got a whole plethora of uh, – of uh, talent on the set here, and it's mostly on that side of the uh, the aisle over there. Uh, well, first off, guys, thanks so much for coming in. Really do appreciate y'all's time. Uh, I know y'all are getting ready for regionals. We're going to talk about that and uh, what that entails uh, coming up. But uh, let's start with this. Uh, you got 16 of your athletes are on the uh, All Sun Belt uh, Conference team. Um, that's that's 
in, in any sport, that's a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think, uh, you know, this top three, right? You, to make it, you got to be top three in your event. So, yeah, it's a, a, a large number and kind of a, is an indication of where we're at right now with the program. You know, we've done, done I think, really well. And uh, we had the best team we've had in, I think, since 2002. Uh, which wasn't yesterday, and so I think that I think that, that that shows we're making progress. And so to have 16 people in the top three, you know, is is quite a testimony to where we're at. What what is it, uh, Terry, about about this program that's kind of taken off and, and allowed this program to flourish a little bit? Um, well, the recruiting has gotten a lot better. Uh, we're having to turn people away that want to come, and we just don't have the room to have them. But when we first got here, we would take them, you know. So um, that's a big thing. Recruiting got better. And then also uh, we just don't stop. Like the team is getting better and better. Next year we're going to be even, we'll probably have somewhere upwards of 20, um, you know, all-conference people. So well, it's and that, that's impressive. I mean, that's a testament to, to the, the, the way the program is run and, and how, what you guys are doing over there. Uh, are there are there things that that you can see that that the, that these athletes are doing? Uh, I mean, are they more committed or they is there is there or are you guys just coaching better? Well, they're running faster. <laughs> that's jumping that's farther. it. That's it. That's all it matters. They're jumping farther and higher. They're throwing <laughs> farther. And, you know, sure. So, uh, I would like to think we have something to do with that, right? I mean, we yeah. bring in decent people. I always, you know, I think our philosophy is you bring in the, the raw material, the talent, you know, and when talent meets good coaching, you know, you have a, a good end result, right? So um, I think that we're doing a good job of bringing in people that want to be part of our team and our culture. Uh, I think that uh, when they get here, they realize that to compete on our team, just within our team, to get to go to the meets, they're going to have to step up their game. And then I think that that the people that are already in the program lead by example. And so they kind of show the incoming people what it takes. Uh, you know, and like Terry's group is pretty, he's, you know, Terry's, Terry's a, a very modest guy. But, I mean, in his group, uh, when we got to, when he got to here to UL, uh, the school record was 161 feet in the job. It's a great example of one. And, you know, so we have a top five list, right? Well, uh, when he got when he got here, the top five list had you know women throwing in the 130s and, and 140s. Now, to make the top 10 list, you have to throw 150 feet. So the expectation, even within our team, right, has gone up gotcha. to where now the top 10 top tip distances ever come from people that are currently on our team because you can't go to the meets unless you reach that that level. Very impressive. I mean, that, that, that's, that's obviously it's, it's showing in the results and, the, and, and what you guys are able to do uh, this year. Talk a little bit about uh, the, the, the way the season works because it's an interesting uh, setup. Do you have a fall season, right, or an indoor season? And a, and <clears throat> so, yeah, you have, a tr you have a cross country in the fall, which okay. is the longer distance running the grass and the hills. Me and Terry, I have nothing to do with that. And, and, uh, <laughs> we're, we're training in the fall. Yeah, okay. yeah we have an indoor season. Uh, gotcha. You know, we have an indoor season and an indoor championship. So uh, technically track is three sports uh, and men and women. So we're technically accounting for the university. We're six sports, okay. two cross countries, two indoors and two outdoors. And so, yes, we do have an indoor uh, championship and an outdoor championship for the men and, and the women. Uh, the indoor season ends uh, late February, early March. Outdoor starts at the same time and, and, and then goes through our conference meet. Then regionals is in Jacksonville, Florida next week. 
the top 12 in each event, then goes to the national championship, which is in Austin, Texas, at the University of Texas, which will be two weeks after that. So very, first week of June, uh, second week of June, basically is our is our national championship. So it's a progressive um, qualification. You got to be in the sure. top 48 to make it to regionals, and that and there's only two regions. So that's top 48 in half of the country um, in your event. And then they pare that down in two rounds to 12, and they go to Austin. The West has 12, so there's only 24 people in each event at the national meet. Very hard to get to. Yeah, One of the hardest see. things to do in sports. Right, absolutely. It sounds like it. Uh, Terry, when you look at your, your squad, the, the, guy, the, the guys and, I guess, gals that you coach uh, when it comes to uh, throwing, What's been what's been one of the keys for this year? I mean, what have they been able to do? Uh, just kind of what's is it their work ethic? Is it their technique? Uh, what what makes them? Uh, and you feel free to name them because <laughs> let's give them some pub. You know, they're yes. they're doing the work, right? Um, <laughs> so uh, a lot of them don't really they haven't seen what it takes to be at that level at the level of being at the nationals. So having somebody on the team that has been at that level. Um, they can kind of see what it takes um, as far as in the weight room. You know, you're gonna have to do stuff outside of track as far as taking care of your body um, that we don't give them to do, you know? So it goes as far as uh, just being able to do those things right off the track. School, school's a big thing too. Sure. Having your grades right and then being able to do things uh, on the track. Excellent. You know? Yeah, that, that's so that a, makes your program, you know, a little bit, a little yeah. bit better each each time out there. Yeah. For sure. um, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about regionals and uh, kind of get into that. And I know you guys are getting geared up, uh, gearing up for that. Um, it's it, it's been a successful year for for Cajun athletics yeah. uh, mm -hmm. all across the board. And uh, sure. and so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back. We're talking UL track, and we're going to do it right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for sticking, staying, sticking and staying, everybody. George Faust here. We've got Tommy Battle right there. We've got Terry Hughes right here. Track is what we're talking about. You guys are headed to the regionals, uh, the NCAA regionals. That uh, seems to be par for the course for Cajun athletics this year. You get to the regionals. Golf did it. Basketball had a phenomenal year, got to the tournament. Football went to a bowl game. Baseball's in the, in the thralls of uh, their, their Sunbelt schedule taking on uh, you know they're about to about to be in the conference uh, tournament uh, there's a ton happening and so the the excitement level it's good to be you know at a successful program and I think in, in talking with Dr. Brian Maggard uh, you know periodically throughout the year I mean he doesn't care if it's you know dominoes or baseball <laughs> he, he wants to be competitive at it and I, I'm wondering how that how that uh, kind of uh, uh, triculates, uh, matriculates down to you guys in track. Uh, do you guys feel that importance and, and that, that want and need to be successful at everything? Well, it, I, mean, uh, I, I don't know a coach word there sold that likes to lose. You know, I tried yeah, winning and I tried right. losing, and <laughs> winning's a lot more fun. Uh, but I, I think the expectation is to be in the top three in the conference. You okay. know, I think that that's a standard that, that Dr. Maggard has set and established with, uh, with us as, uh, as coaching staffs. And I think that that's 
when we go into a conference, you know, uh, situation, I think that that's what we're after is the top three finish. The men were second indoors, third outdoors. The women, we had some injury issues and just didn't quite get over the hump, uh, but we're close. And, and so I think that we're right in the mix to, to be top three in both, both next year and the year after and the year after. I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And so I think the expectation is just like his javelin group. I think the expectation is there for all of us as coaches. And we just want to, uh, you know, we just want to live up to those expectations. And as us, you know, that, that have a lot of pride in the university, I'm a graduate. Uh, those of us that graduated, obviously, and live here and have lived here all our lives, me, Broadhead, Deacon, you know, there's a, several of us. We, I think, have a little extra incentive. We got to go home on the weekends. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, Terry, you were telling me about uh, Maria Bienvenu and, and just what an impressive talent she is and, and how you guys have kind of been blessed to coach her, watch her and be a part of uh, what she's doing. Can you tell me a little bit about her and what makes her so special? Yeah. So um, freshman year, um, she ended up throwing. She came in as a, a, a she was a walk on initially. So freshman year, she came on as a 120-foot uh, javelin thrower in one meet in high school, and then COVID happened. So she came on, asked me if she could walk on, let her walk on. And then at the end of the freshman year, she ended up throwing 175 feet and ended up being second-team All-American. So um, it's, you know, <laughs> it kind of speaks for itself. Sure. You know? I mean, an impressive but, um, an impressive. Obviously, she has the mental fortitude to be a great athlete. I yeah, mean, for that, sure. That, for especially sure. in a sport that's an individual type atmosphere where you 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 really have to con worry about yourself and make sure you're doing your part because it's yes, your face out there, exactly. right? Exactly. But two, I mean, also um, the girls. We also have other girls that are very good sure. as well. So having them around her brings you know it gravitates them to her. So. Um, mm -hmm. It just makes them as a whole a very good group to work with. You yeah, know? that's impressive. So you get to the regionals. What does that entail? How do, how do you go? So now what has to happen with regards to the to to com, to continue on yeah. uh, in the postseason here? Yeah. So it's it's a you know it's a qualification you know type thing, yeah. and, and so you you run on uh, the men run on on uh, on on Wednesday and Friday. And the women run on Thursday and Saturday. You run prelims the first day, and then the second day is the second round. So you really, there's four rounds to the NCAA track uh, championships. We're going to the first two rounds. Gotcha. Uh, the top 12, after the second day, the top 12 relays, the top 12 individuals will then go to Austin. So that's, that's the, 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 what we call the semifinals and finals. Gotcha. So it's not that different from basketball where they have a site, regional site, and then they have the final four, you know, kind of thing. So it's, it's a very similar type mentality. Uh, for us, you know, you have people like Maria who's ranked in the top eight who, you know, if they just go do what they do, you know, she's going to go to nationals. You have other people that are on the bubble, like our four-by-one relays, 15th. We, we got to get a little bit better. Right, sure. You know, um, we, have, uh, we have some of our uh, other, other individuals that are, that are seated between 15 and 22. You know, and we have another group between 22 and 31. So, you know, some of those people are going to be shooting just to get to the second day, and if a miracle happens. The other ones, though, that are between 15 and 22, it doesn't have to be a miracle, right? They're within shouting distance of actually making it to the national championships, which is a tremendous honor, quite honestly. It's yeah, first, absolutely. No, absolutely. First and second team All-American. Yeah, that, right? that's, yeah, that's phenomenal stuff. Very good. 
You were going to say something or no? Oh, no. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot to be excited about as uh, the Cajun track program is, is on the up and up, no doubt about it. <laughs> Tommy, you were talking a little bit about uh, the just what a broad spectrum of, of, of talent you guys have. And it doesn't mean that talent just from the state or the region. And this is it, it's interesting. In, in, in track, you you have to kind of broaden your horizons a little bit and get kids from all over, and that's what you guys have. Well, and, and you know, it's kind of by, by by event a little bit. Like Terry's group, you know, his his female javelin girls are all from 1A Louisiana High School. <laughs> Maria's from St. Mary's in Natchitoches. Yeah. She was the MVP of basketball in 1A. Didn't throw the javelin at all until the senior year, one meet. So Vail, uh, Sacred Heart of Ville Platte, uh, Westminster Christian Academy, um, and then, uh, where's, Marin and from, uh, Marin's uh, from Highland Baptist. Highland Baptist. Oh, yeah. So that's where our javelin group's from. And then I have, you know, I have, I have some sprinters from Barbados and, and Jamaica, <laughs> and you know, we've got, uh, you know, we've got, to, you know, people from Karen Crow and Houston and. Yeah you know, Oklahoma, but it, it is a, it, probably the sport where you see the, the widest variety and diversity yeah. within, a, within a group. It's, it's pretty cool. They see all these guys start out as freshmen and end up friends by the time they finish. Mm -hmm. All right, let's, let's talk brass tacks here now. What, expectations from you guys with regards to who might make it uh, to Austin and move that far? I mean, is there, is there a number that you have in your mind that like you think a couple of guys here, gals there, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, what, what are you guys thinking? I mean, What's we, realistic? We, we, we think we can bring anywhere from, from four to eight. Yeah. You know, it's a good, we, we, nice. do, we do really well, you know. Obviously, we have some ranks higher, and they just do what they do. They, you know, they're pretty, they're, we feel very confident. So, yeah. There's a couple of females in particular, Maria being one of them. We have also, a, 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 we have a, a transfer girl that came from Akron. She's, she's in the top. 15 in the triple jump. She's in the top 20 in the long jump. We feel like if she has a good day, she has a great chance to go. She's been to regionals three times, uh, and she was at the University of Akron before. Gotcha. So she's been there, done that already. She's got some experience, so we feel like that's going to help her get to the next. She hasn't been to nationals yet. Uh, football, our men's football one relay, we feel like has a chance. Uh, you know, we've got 400 hurdlers. Uh, one uh, in particular, uh, Javed Jones, uh, but Nate Ferguson and our female. Uh, we feel like um, Mo Bridgen, so two of those are from Jamaica, one's from Barbados, you know. So we, we feel like we've got a good contingent going. Uh, this is the highest ranked yeah. that our contingent has been oh, since we've been there. Too. We got Jeremy, Jeremy Nelson, a freshman. We have the top freshman triple jumper yeah. in the United States. Yeah, yeah. he's from uh, Monroe. Well, a lot, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of great things happening for you, Al Track. You guys are up next at the NCAA East Regional. That's going to be on uh, – in Jacksonville, Florida, mm. and it's on uh, starts on Wednesday, May twenty fourth. So, uh, looking forward to uh, all the success you guys are going to have, and uh, and uh, look forward to talking about it. Well, one of the best things is we get to spend a week in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, mm -hmm. not, hey, mm -hmm. you know, if, if, if any Florida beach, so maybe not, but who knows? There's some water over far. there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you can far. get there quick. Next year is in Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got they got a waterway there. So yeah. West Monroe, I think, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches, thanks so much for coming in. Really appreciate you your time. We'll, uh, thank you. Thank we'll look forward to uh, tracking you guys in the, in the regionals and, and beyond. Thanks. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for sticking, sticking up, sticking, uh, staying up late, and uh, enjoying the show. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.